Welcome, everyone, to a brand new edition of Learn About World Cuisine, the show that takes you on a culinary tour around the world. Today could be our most fascinating episode. The entire episode will talk about fun, mind-blowing facts about New Year's. And then I'll talk about the food traditions around the world. So the food's going to be mixed in with the topic of the show. And let's get started. It's all fun facts about New Year's. The tradition of celebrating New Year's started over 4,000 years ago in ancient Babylon. Old Lang Sin. That's the song that they sing every night, every New Year's night at midnight. That is a Scottish folk song that was made famous in America by Canadian band leader Guy Lombardo all the way back in the late 1920s. The translation of the song means times long past. And here's an interesting thing. Guy Lombardo was the first host of New Year's celebrations. Long before Dick Clark was a staple of the New Year's Day. So Guy Lombardo was a Canadian band leader. Uh, his song was Old Lang Syne. And uh, he made it famous. But he was the first host of New Year's. And then obviously we all know Dick Clark was an icon for New Year's for many years. Champagne production increased from 300,000 to 20 million between 1800 and 1850 due to New Year's celebrations and ship christenings. Kissing someone at midnight is supposed to make sure that you're not lonely throughout the year and ward off evil spirits. The ancient Romans are credited with starting this tradition of kissing someone at midnight on New Year's. An island nation in the Central Pacific is the first place to ring in the New Year every year. Getting healthier is the most popular New Year's resolution. Celebrating the first baby born in the New Year. How about this? Celebrating the first baby born in the New Year is a tradition that goes back centuries. The idea of dropping a ball... To start the new year, started in England in 1833. What? And I'm going to get more into detail of that in a few minutes. The current version of the Times Square ball is the seventh version of the ball. And here's, here's the interesting thing. I never even knew this, but a lot of cities around the United States have their own version of the Times Square ball drop. For instance, they raise an orange in Miami. And they have a 300-pound, 7-foot-tall Hershey Kiss. And they raise that three stories in Hershey, Pennsylvania. So different cities around the United States have their own New Year's traditions. Eating black-eyed peas on New Year's Day is said to bring economic prosperity. In the new year. So eating black-eyed peas 
on New Year's Day is supposed to give you economic prosperity. And we're going to get into the food traditions around the world in a few minutes. Eating round foods, such as donuts, symbolizes that your year has come full circle. Eating lobster and chicken is said to bring bad luck in the New Year. So if you're trying to get good luck in the New Year, do not eat lobster or chicken on New Year's. In Denmark, they jump off chairs. To symbolize jumping into the new year. How about this? This shocked me. The polar bear plunge where everyone goes into the ocean at sub-zero degrees. That is a tradition in Canada on New Year's. That That was started by a swim club all the way back in 1920. Who would have known? Fireworks are New Year's traditions in Hawaii. Consuming a stack of pancakes is a New Year's Day tradition in France. Now, I told you, round foods are supposed to bring you good luck in the New Year. So eating 12 round fruits, such as grapes, on New Year's Day is supposed to bring good luck. Lots of people around the world. Believe that eating pork on the new year brings in good luck. Fish, noodles, and tamales are also eaten around the world for good luck. And I break it down in a few minutes. So I break down what I'm talking about on that in a few minutes. Making a toast at midnight on New Year's. Has been going on for centuries. They've been doing that tradition for literally centuries. The re- Here's a fun thing. Now, I'm sure people my age, when they were a kid, I'm sure you've gone out and banged pots and pans. And you used noisemakers. Do you know why you did that? That is because banging pots and pans and using noisemakers symbolizes scaring away evil spirits. Over 125 million people will travel on New Year's to their destination, and half of them will drive there. 64% of Americans will spend at least $50 on food and drinks on New Year's Eve. 51% of Americans will celebrate New Year's with family and friends with 32% eating out or ordering food for pickup or delivery. $872 is the average price for dinner and a show in the three major cities in America. So the average price for a dinner and a show in in the three major cities is $872. Those major cities in America are New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago. Over 360 million glasses of sparkling wine are consumed on New Year's Eve. 10% of emergency room visits 
On New Year's Eve, are drug and alcohol related? 10%, that's a high percentage. 46,500 people get hurt in car accidents each New Year's Eve. Now, that's why you got to be careful if you're going out on New Year's Eve. 46,500 people get hurt in car accidents every New Year's Eve. The most amount of intoxicated people are found on New Year's Eve. So it's the highest amount of intoxicated people all year long. That's why you got to be careful if you're going out on New Year's Eve. Most people give up on their New Year's resolutions by the second Friday in January. And 23% admitted that their attempt was a total failure. Now, here's something interesting. $23.50 all the way up to $55.50 is the average cost of a babysitter on New Year's Eve. 22% of Americans plan to not celebrate New Year's Eve at all. How about that? That's a high percentage. 22% of the American people. Do not plan to celebrate New Year's Eve at all. 48% of parents plan to do the New Year's Eve countdown at 9 p.m. instead of 12 a.m. For, on behalf of their children. So a lot of people, half the nation, uh, plans to do the New Year's Eve countdown at 9 instead of 12 a.m. 25% of Americans plan to fall asleep before midnight. 29% of Americans plan to kiss someone at midnight. 31%. Now, here is, here is fascinating information. 31% of the entire year, charitable contributions happen in December. Wow. 12% of all giving happens the last three days of the year. So... Uh, 12% of your donations are done the last three days of the year. 68% of Americans say that New Year's is their favorite holiday. 43% of people will fly to their destination on New Year's. I thought that was astonishingly high. I thought that 43% of people flying to their destination on New Year's is a extremely high number. The average cost of a night on the town on New Year's Eve, keep in mind, this is on New Year's Eve, the average cost of a night on the town, if you want to go out and you want to really have a good night on the town on New Year's Eve, the average cost in New York is $1,226. The average price in Los Angeles is $754. And the average price in Chicago is $637. The average attendance in Times Square, how about this? The average amount of people who go to Times Square every year is 1 million. Over 7,000 police officers work Times Square on New Year's Eve. Over 1,000 security cameras are watched by police. On New Year's Eve in Times Square. 
Now, here's something I want you to want you to quiz your friends on. Here's a trivia question that you can win a lot of money by betting someone. The weight of the Times Square ball is an unbelievable 11,875 pounds. The ball, the Times Square ball weighs as much as three pickup trucks. 1907. Now, everyone watches the New Year's Eve from Times Square where the ball drops. But I bet you didn't know that's been going on since 1907. And that has happened every year except 1942 and 1943. They did not drop the ball on New Year's Eve due to World War II. So I'm going to say this again because I think this is a fascinating thing. So the ball drop at Times Square started in 1907. That was the first ball drop. They have dropped the ball in Times Square every year except 1942 and 1943, and that was due to World War II. $199 is the price of a ball party drop, wait, a ball drop party pass. 175 million people watch the ball drop on TV. And how about this? Over 1 billion viewers to the Times Square ball drop are watching around the world. So 175 million watch the ball drop on TV in America. But a whopping 1 billion, over 1 billion people watch it worldwide. One and a half tons of confetti are dropped in Times Square on New Year's Eve. 312 sanitation workers clean up 66 tons of trash after the Times Square ball drop every New Year's. I was surprised. Now, this shocked me. I guess because they've been doing it every year since 1907. But I was surprised to learn that the cleanup process for the ball drop at Times Square is only three hours long. It only takes them three hours to clean everything up. It is said that eating 365 black-eyed peas on New Year's brings good luck. New Year's Eve has the highest amount of celebratory gunfire all year. 408 people die in traffic accidents every New Year's Eve. That's why they tell you, be careful driving. That's just the average number. The average number of people that die in traffic accidents on New Year's Eve is 408. New Year's is also the most popular day for car theft of the entire year. So your car will get stolen on New Year's more times on New, uh, on New Year's Day than other times throughout the year. Okay. The Rose Parade on New Year's Day averages an unbelievable 50 million viewers. And 30 million more people watch the Rose Parade worldwide. And this show is being brought to you from Philadelphia. The Mummers Parade in Philadelphia has over 10,000 performers. The average number of births on New Year's Day is 9,600. 
66% of the New Year's resolutions in America are financial. The Greeks believed that hanging an onion on your front door will bring you prosperity in the new year. The Danish people believed that breaking a plate, here's an interesting thing, our good friends, the Danish, uh, believe that breaking a plate or a cup on your friend's front door will bring you good luck in the new year. In some countries, they believe that throwing a bucket of water out the window <clears throat> will drive away the evil spirits in the new year. How about that? So a lot of countries, a lot of countries around the world, they believe that if you throw a bucket of water out your window, that means you're driving away the evil spirits for the new year. Now, obviously, this show is called Learn About World Cuisine. And as I said at the top of the show, we're going to mix in some fun food facts with our fun New Year's facts. So let's get into a few fun food facts. Hopping John, which is a dish that contains black-eyed peas, is a New Year's Day tradition in the American South. And a recipe for Hopping John is in a cookbook from all the way back in 1847. In the Netherlands, it is a New Year's tradition to eat fried oil balls, which are a type of donuts. Being in Germany and Austria, it is a New Year's tradition to, to drink a red wine punch with cinnamon and spices. It is also a New Year's tradition to eat what is called a good luck pig. <laughs> now, I told you earlier, I mentioned this really quick earlier. Okay, and I'm going to get specific now. Soba noodles are eaten on New Year's Day traditionally in Japan. Okay, and that is to bring good luck in the new year. Tamales are a tradition to be eaten on New Year's Day in Mexico. Now, here's something interesting. We've all heard of a king cake, right? So everyone knows about the king cake. It's a cake with a hidden thing in the middle, right? So eating a king cake on New Year's Day is a tradition that many countries follow. The majority of the cake is eaten at midnight on New Year's Eve into New Year's Day. And the cakes have a hidden gold coin in them. So the tradition is whoever gets the gold coin in their slice of cake is supposed to have a prosperous New Year. Okay? I was shocked to find out that this tradition is followed in many countries around the world. Our good friends in Italy, the Italians, eating a sausage and lentil stew on New Year's Day is said to bring them good luck in the New Year. So that's the tradition by our good friends in Italy. Our good friends in Poland and Scandinavia traditionally eat pickled herring at the stroke of midnight on New Year's Day. It is said to bring a year of prosperity and bounty. Our good friends in Norway and Denmark 
which, by the way, I don't like to brag, but I have great episodes about Norway and Denmark on my platform. But they eat what's called a wreath cake to bring good luck in the new year. And that's basically a tower made of cake. Now, let's get back to talking about New Year's Day. And as I told you before, the very first ball to drop in Times Square in New York happened in 1907. And that ball was made of iron and wood and weighed an unbelievable 700 pounds. And it had 100 light bulbs. How about that? 700 pounds and 100 light bulbs. LED lights first appeared on the Times Square ball in the year 2007. So the first ball drop in New York happened in 1907, and they... It was 1920, and they already created a second ball. So the first ball was in 1907, and by 1920, they created a new one. And as I mentioned earlier, there have been seven versions of the ball that they drop in Times Square every year. Now, here's a a fascinating thing. Dropping a ball... To commemorate the new year at the stroke of midnight has been going on since England. Our good friends in England started that tradition all the way back in 1833. So what they did was they added a ball to a tower. And the original purpose for dropping the ball was to help ships coordinate and navigate their equipment. And that is where they got the idea of a ball drop on New Year's Eve. So that is where the tradition of dropping a ball on New Year's, it comes from our great friends in England. And it started all the way back in 1833. Uh, The first ball drop in Times Square in 1907 was sponsored by the New York Times. What? Now, as we said, the song that everybody sings at New Year's Eve at midnight is Old Old Lang Syne, okay? I told you about the history of that song earlier in the episode. But here's a fun trivia question for your friends. Did you know that it was written by a gentleman named Robert Burns all the way back in the year 1788? And he takes no credit for the song. He said somebody else transformed it into a song. But he wrote the words all the way back in 1788. I'm sure a lot of you have heard of the Baby New Year. Now, where did the Baby New Year come from? The Baby New Year was inspired by a story about the celebrations of Greek gods. And that is how they created the Baby New Year. Interestingly, immigrants to America from Germany brought that tradition of the baby New Year with them. In Scotland, our good friends in Scotland, it is traditional to kiss every person in the room at midnight. So if you're in Scotland, they don't just kiss one person, they kiss everybody in the room. I think the most surprising thing about this episode 
is I had no idea that celebrating New Year's has been going on for centuries. Okay? And the first time they recognized New Year's on January 1st was all the way back in 46 B.C. So when I was writing this show, I was stunned that New Year's has, the New Year's traditions have been going on for centuries. The month of January, how about this? The month of January gets its name from the Roman god Janus. And he is the god of doors and gates. And the reason that they named January after this Roman god is because it symbolizes going through a gate and having a new beginning on New Year's Day. So I thought that was fascinating. If you want to surprise yourself and have and get some interesting information, Google how the months of the year were named. It's fascinating. On average, there are 11,293 babies born on New Year's Day in the United States. Uh, the Pope of the Catholic Church is the one that is credited for the calendar on December 31st to be named New Year's Eve and January 1st to be named New Year's Day. So it's uh, the time of this recording is three days before New Year's. So I said, you know what would be fun? I said, let's go through and let's talk about New Year's. I'll bet you many of you didn't know that New Year's has been going on for centuries. I didn't know that. I'll bet you many of you didn't know that there are individual cities in the United States that have their own version of the Times Square ball drop. I'll bet you didn't know how January the month was named. So this episode, I said, you know what will be fun? Let's do a quick episode because this episode is only going to be less than 30 minutes. I said, let's do a quick episode and give information about New Year's Day. Mind-blowing facts. So I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, If you want to take the information I give you and you want to stump your friends and win some money playing trivia, go ahead. Uh, So my regular listeners, we're going to get back to a regular format next week. Uh, We've done a Christmas show and we've done a New Year's show just to have one on the platform. Uh, So my regular listeners, I'll talk to you next week. Uh, But we had 65% of our listeners last week were new listeners. So I'm going to take the next two minutes and I'm going to explain to everybody, the new listeners, how to listen to the show. So the first way you can listen to the show is you can go to your favorite podcast platform. You can go to Spotify. Joe Rogan said, if Kevin Wilson is not on Spotify, I'm not going. So this show is available on Spotify. iHeartRadio carries this show. Amazon Music carries this show and many more. All you got to do is go to your favorite podcast platform and subscribe. Now, a lot of listeners to this show just click on the links on my social media to listen to the show. So they don't even know what subscribe means. So when you subscribe to a podcast, you'll get basically a text notification on your phone 
every time a new episode comes out. And that way you don't miss an episode. So that's the first way. The second way you can listen to the show is you can ask your smart player. So whether you have a Google smart player, if you have the A-L-E-X-A from Amazon, uh, simply ask it to play the latest episode of the Learn About World Cuisine podcast, and it'll bring up the latest episode, and you can listen to it. I'm going to do everyone a favor. Everyone listening to this episode, I'm going to do you a favor. And you don't even have to pay me. In order to bypass all that work, that's a lot of work to listen to the show, you can bypass everything and go to my website, phillyrestaurantreviews.com. My website is 12 years old. And I have a quick link to all 175 past episodes. So if you, if you don't want to do any work and you don't want to work to listen to the show, simply go to my website, phillyrestaurantreviews.com. And right on my front page, there's a link to all 175 episodes. Now, last week, I had a guy message me from my website, and he said, I still don't know what the show's about, so I'm going to explain that. Every week, I take a different location around the world, And I give you fun, mind-blowing facts about the location. And then at the end of each episode, I will talk about the cuisine of each location. So we're going to learn about the location first and then the cuisine at the end. So the easiest way to listen to the show is to go to phillyrestaurantreviews.com, click the link. I was happy to see a friend of ours in Australia communicated with me through my website uh, because I have a communication form on the front page. So if you're a new listener, just go to phillyrestaurantreviews.com. There's a communication form on the front page. You can communicate with me. And like our good friend in Australia did last week, you can ask me any question that you'd like, and I will address the question on the next episode. So this was a quick one, my friends. It's only a 30-minute episode, but I thought it was fascinating to learn these fun facts about New Year's. Keep in mind, I'm only going to do one Christmas show, which is already on the platform, and I'm only going to do one New Year's show, this one, and that's it. So next year, we're going to do regular shows throughout the holiday season. Uh, A podcast is basically a library with audio files instead of books. So I've already done one Christmas show, and I've already done one New Year's show. That covers me for the rest of the longevity of the show. So you're not going to see me do any more Christmas shows. You're not going to see me do any more New Year's show, because I already have one in my podcast library that you can listen to. So as always, if it's Thursday morning, it's time for you to check your favorite podcast platform. Or a quick link on my website, phillyrestaurantreviews.com, for the latest episode of the Learn About World Cuisine podcast. I will talk to everyone next Thursday.